Let's start on both sides and finish off uh, the sugya. I'm not sure if we'll finish today, but we'll try to finish off the sugya of Makib Apatish. So today I want to discuss a Gemara in Beitzah Dav Chov Chesamid Base, where the Gemara in Beitzah Chov Chesamid Base tells us, Ein Mashchizin Asasakin. Ein Mashchizin Asasakin means that what you, when you have a knife, and this knife which you used became dull, it became a blunt and you want to sharpen that knife. The halacha is, apart from other isurim that may be involved as well, is the isur of makib apatish. Now what's the chiddush? And how do we learn the practical nafkaminas from this gemara to makib apatish that we're going to be discussing? We learned until now that makib apatish is finishing something off. It's the final hammer blow of whatever it is. Now it's complete. Now it's ready to go. Now it's usable. Over here the gemara is telling us something very different. The gemara is telling us something new. I have a knife. I used the knife. The knife was gewaldic. I happened to have used it maybe in the wrong way, maybe too much, whatever. It became dull. It became blunt. Now I'm going to remachadish the knife. I'm going to resharpen it so that it works again. It goes back to its original form. Why is that makabapatish? So the answer is like this. Svarim Bekdoshim bring b'shem the many of the Rishonim, the Rashba, the Ran, and other Gedoyle Rishonim that they say the pshats like this. That when you have an item, and that item can no longer be used, you've mavatal it m'shem kli. It's no longer got a shame kli on it. It's not a usable item. It's, it's, it's garbage. It's not worth anything. Now I go along and make it usable. So I finished off the kli again. It's not the pshat that, oh, it's been done already. It's been used already. Therefore, you can no longer be over market as You can. In this situation. And that's the Chiddush of the Gemara. It says the Rishonim. The Rishonim say the Chiddush of this Gemara in Beit Zachov Ches. is that when I have something and I'm fixing it from its broken usage because it was Mavatl Shem Kli originally, that's an Issa Makabapatish, right? It's almost like, even though it's, it's very different, but just the idea. The Rishonim asked Akash if you had chicken soup on Shabbos Kodesh that cools down and you reheat that on Shabbos. Let's not get involved now. Is a gesh bishalach bishal, ein bishalach bishal. I don't know. Well, when we get to bishal, maybe we'll discuss it. But what's the reason that if I have soup that went cold, that reheating it is called bishal? It's cooked already. It's completely cooked. So how you mavashal it by heating up chicken soup? Right? Yeah, are you with me? Yeah. Good kasha. What's the answer? The answer, Mr. Burra brings it down. And that is when something goes cold, you, it's mavatal the shame bishal. It's mavatal the shame cooked. And therefore, it's by liquid dafka, not by a solid. We'll talk about it maybe when we get to Bishal. But Akhoponim, the Indian basically is, is that when something loses its ikashimush, the way it's meant to be used, chicken soup is meant to be eaten hot. Cold chicken soup, it's not the same thing. Mimela, when you go along and heat up the chicken soup, what have you done? You've been masakin it. You've done something called Bishal. Mimela, the Gemara, and Beitzah, Chobches, Tabazach over here. You have a knife, it was usable, it became blunt, I resharpen it, makab apatish. Okay. That could also be a problem. It depends, maybe. No, 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 you mean, no, no, you mean it's usable, if it's usable after the first, whatever you do, that wouldn't be makab it could be mamachik though. Could be another, it's called mamachik, which is, we'll get you for anything, don't worry. Anyway, let me give enough kaminis, dalach and amaisa. Does the Olam know what a shoe tree is? Find me those trees. Please. Then we'll get tissues in the base medrash, maybe, you know? This is an advert. Maybe someone will send me an email. Oh, you need tissues? 
million dollars. Okay, Rabbi, so nobody knows what Shutri is? <laughs> What's well, the English thing? It's not an American thing? What do the Americans call it? It's American, isn't it? It's just, you have to be more than... <laughs> I should have brought one in. It's basically a, it's either plastic or wood, they had different one, metal even, with a, with a piece that you put it into the shoe, you insert it into the shoe, and it keeps the form of the shoe. Right? Often people keep their shoes that way to keep up the shape, whatever. Now, to put one of those in on Shabbos Kodesh, what's the Issa? I don't see anything wrong with that whatsoever. The shoe is a beautiful shoe. It's a usable shoe. There's no reason why putting it in just to keep the form that it is is a problem on Shabbos Kodesh. So I'm asking that will be okay. However, Zuk the Heilige Minchas Yitzchak in Shuvah's Chalikyut. Zuk the Minchas Yitzchak. What happens if you're in the rain? Laleinu. You're in the rain. Depends, depends where you live in the world, right? There are some places in the world that this is a regular, normal Shabbos event. But I'm even Yavon knows exactly what I'm talking about. And you come back from the rain. No, you have no idea. Oh, I thought so. And um, you come back from the rain, and your shoes are all out of shape. The first thing you do when you take off your shoes is put the shoe tree in. That's a problem with the Minchas Yitzchak. That's taken money. That's Makkah Bapatish. Because right now, what have you done? That's a Gemara in, Bum, in, that's a Gemara in Beta. Chav Chesama Beis. The shoe in its non-good form will not be usable. Won't be so gishmak. It's not great. When you put the shoe tree in and you, you machzer it back, you bring it back to its original form, that's a problem of makabapatish. Now, by the way, this could be enough kamina if it's tight or not tight. For example, let's say your lens falls out of the, of the frame on Shabbos, right? This could happen. The lens pops out. Are you allowed to just pop it back in or not? So it really depends if it's loose or tight. If it's something that's very loose, it happens all the time. So that's not considered to be makabapatish. You haven't finished it. It's still loose. It's going to come out again and it's okay. But if to put it in, it's like it can require a whole avoider to stick in the lenses, then that is going to be a problem in that case, because at the end of the day, it's not made to come out. Yesterday, if you remember, we said that when you have a salt shaker, the hishtamshus of the kli is by opening and closing the lid, and forget, if I don't close the lid, if I cannot get it off, the kli is broken. So who had din, by the way, for those of you that know that you have uh, strollers, you have buggies that have um, wheels that are detachable, Right, it's very gay when you go in the car, for example, you could take off the wheels, or when you're traveling, or things like that. They have like, you know, strollers that have wheels that you could take it off. These things are meant to come off on a, basically, daily basis, if you want them to. Little click, and they come off. Right, you have a high chair, for example, right, that clicks on. Right, sometimes the tray of the high chair, you know, you could click it off, you could click it on. That's not makibapatish, these things. Because these things are made to go on and come off. That's not makibapatish. Whereas the glasses lens is not made to come out and in. So if it's loosely, say that. But if it's tight, it's a problem. If the handle of a, of a, they're getting it with gold, a little bit of bone over here. But if a handle of a door comes off and you stick it in, that could be even a problem, even if it's loose. Because there's a gazeri, you might come along and screw the screws in there, which obviously is a problem. But in the, in, in the case, for example, like, um, they have forks. I don't know if anyone, you've seen this, they have plastic forks that in the middle of the handle of the fork, there's a little piece, you can snap it off and it becomes a toothpick. Shalom, you know what I'm talking about, right? You were nodding like, you know, yeah, brother. Ah, okay. So, yeah, Shimon, you know what I'm talking about, right? That's such a lach, right? So, to take that off, Mutra Asran Shabbos Kodesh. Hello? 
So it's okay. No, the forks to come to the Jewish are just bent in half, just folding them. That's for sure okay. I'm talking about in the middle of the fork of the knife, they have a, to- a toothpick, you snap it off, and there's a toothpick. Ah, very good. That could be a problem, I because it wasn't usable in its natural form. And therefore, by detaching it, by snapping it off, yeah, then maybe not. Maybe if it's foldable easily, that could be okay by the by the flossers. Right, so that's, that could be okay. That could be like the, the, the what, what do you call them? The fork on this. Right, exactly. That could be absolutely fine. That's not a problem. Let's move on, Rabbi. So another example of Makiba Patish. The Moganavram and Simon Shin Mem tells us like this. Says the Moganavram and Simon Shin Mem, what happens if you have a, a needle and the needle got bent? Are you allowed to bend it back into shape? So the Mogadavam says, absolutely not. Now, Lamaisa, Be'etzem, it was working. You didn't fix it. No, no Xera. There's no Xeris here. We'll talk about Xeris another time. We'll get to the rafts. We'll talk all about that. None of these are Xeris. This is Me'ika Adin. Some of them obvious Malachis, right? So if you have the Mogadavam, a piece of metal, that's a needle, or something like that, and it's bent. What's that? Oh, says Robert Wittenstein, what happens if the glasses got bent? Right? You woke up in the morning, you turned over, the glass were next to you, boom! So what do you do? You want to put it back into shape. Avadanisht. Avadanisht. That's an Isra Makabapatish. It's Mamish and Isra Makabapatish for a person to do that with his glasses, with anything in that case. What about, for example, what? And therefore? I need the lights on. It doesn't look... I need to use a baby wipe to clean the baby. I'm so sorry. What do you want me to do? First time this month. That's pretty impressive, by the way. We've done like a few shorts on Shabbos, and that's the first time. Should be impressed, by the way. Um, what about a hat? A what? What about a hat on Shabbos that gets bashed? According to Smogin of Rome, are you allowed to re- put the hat back into its shape? Zuckus, we all know. I've had the dish. Why not? Because it's Smogin of Rome, right? Is that true? I would assume not. Why, why, why would a hat be different from... Very good. Why would a hat be different? No, anyone has a turret? Why would a hat be different? Oh, so Dobby says it's a normal thing. He does. Oh, so that's basically what Dobby was saying. It's a normal thing to get bashed. It's not considered to be that it's ice clean when it's not when it's a bit bashed. It happens all the time. Someone sits on it and it's a normal event. That that could be. That's irrelevant. That they have to work on their middas, whether or not. <laughs> no, he's upset that it happened to his hat. But it's not like oh my god, it's probably the second and third time it happens. It happens. It's not a crazy thing. I hope not. Huh? No, they don't. Glasses bend out of shape the whole time? No. Who wears glasses over here? Glasses bend out of shape the whole time? Zogma Moshe finds in the Igris Moshe and many other Gedolei Poiskim a hat is not a problem because a hat is so easily put back. They say if it's very, very hard. Uh, we have any Svadim over here? We should ask this question in the beginning to see if there's any Svadim over here. We don't have. Chacham ben Sinaba Shaul brings down in Olet Sion Chelek Bet that he says that you can't put down a hat if it gets completely bashed. 
you can't put it back to its shape. But if a shofar gets a little flick in it, a little bash in it, it's 100%. According to basically everyone, there's no problem in putting it back in that case. That will be absolutely fine. By the way, by the way, there's a Mordecai Benish Chai. Yes, there was no news. The Benish Chai writes to Gavaldi Gazach. It's in Pereshis Ois Gimel, where the Benish Chai writes, what happens if a person's tzitzis are completely tangled? I'm talking about with 100% kosher. We're not discussing hukka tzitzis. It's a kosher pair of tzitzis. The tzitzis are completely tangled. Can it untangle them on Shabbos? Look at the Benish Chai, that's Mark Ebepatish. You can't untangle the tzitzis when they're completely, completely frizzled up and everything, right? And you wake up in the morning and there they are. So you can't untangle those. Again, it's 100% kosher. You can't untangle that on Shabbos Kodesh in that case. By the way, what about if you have a bottle that becomes smashed? Are you allowed to like un- unsmash it, like reopen it? Like open it up and like try to... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. Who said that? What if you have a what if you have a candy what if you have a candy wrapper sweet wrapper right the kids do this sometimes in shul is you straighten it out you take your fingernail and you straighten it out oh don't even look I'm not the only crazy one say that okay right you straighten out on Shabbos is that makibapatish zuk the pie scheme something that's as simple as that is not a problem of makibapatish and that would be okay Rabbi Sai beezz Hashem on Shabbos what's that. Oh, very good. There wouldn't be Mamachi Pashtas, no. The, the, tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow. Sunday, Be'ezus Hashem, we're gonna go through the sugya of different types of toys and, uh, watches on Shabbos Kodesh. Join us then. Have a wonderful day.